Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the IPFS podcast. We're going to be labeling these podcasts with three general groups, the BFT, i.e. the beginner, fundamental, and technogenous levels. Hopefully that's practical for you, the listener, so you can sort out what you want to know and um, what level you're at. Here's our first episode where we talk about who we are, what IPFS is, and what this podcast is going to be all about. Take a listen and please tell us what you think. you Kieran about your experience yep how you got into Bitcoin blockchain you know how do we find ourselves here sitting in the school on a blockchain yep like, what happened okay so I'll give you the, the short rundown for that yeah. so essentially back in 2014 I asked the principal if you'd like to be Australia's first Bitcoin school he said what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we got some donations, and then we got uh, even more donations, mm -hmm. fast forward to 2016, and then we were able to build uh, this whole space with BTCs. So we got 21 Bitcoins donated to the school. So tell me, what is this whole space when uh, you say what is this? So this is a what we call a STEAM center, so science, mm -hmm. techno uh, science um, technology, engineering, engineering, arts and math. Yeah. Um, and it's we've got a makerspace um, built in the here 3D as well. Printers 3D printers and that and, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the important part about this whole space is that we use the techs or use another blockchain as a voting mechanism so that the kids had voice over how the funds are allocated. So okay. it wasn't me saying, I want to buy all this stuff. It yeah. wasn't teachers saying that. It wasn't the yeah. principal saying that. It was the kids and they voted on it. And that's why we have... <laughs> For example, a, a Cisco space with Mario Game Maker in it for some yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. So kind well, of like you get the governance that <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids are going right. to So you're experimenting with, with governance protocols as well through using the blockchain yep. and you've got a VR room. Yep. And, um, and a podcasting studio. And a in. podcasting <laughs> studio, which is a shipping container, which is yep. where we're sitting right now. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's it. Okay, cool. um, and I think it's, it's, been, and it's been a journey because like looking at, the like the tech teaching the tech side of it and then actually utilizing it there's like all these aspects that you're kind of like oh am i doing the right thing and then there's the whole financial financial literacy part of it as well yeah. which is super important and there's so many aspects like well, what do you focus on and i think this podcast might help with that it might help it might help with that okay so the ipfs Podcast. podcast yeah why are we doing this why are you doing this i know i'm doing it because i'm really interested in the adoption of technology you know people that are using things new use cases you know whether it's in education mm -hmm. or you know um privacy or all of these kind of things i'm used to it i'm interested in the technology that people are using to yep. solve their problems and yep. i think ipfs we're going to have more and more use cases and if we share them on this podcast hopefully people will be inspired and be like hey i could do that at my school totally totally and i think that that's something that really intrigues me and i think um speaking to people that are like-minded mm -hmm. and speaking to people online if we can interview people which i've kind of been doing already on my own mm -hmm. um but it's good to have someone else to do it with i think yeah. um and also getting student input i think is really important for, the, for this sort of thing yeah. like student perspective on technology mm -hmm. um but yeah realistically for me i was looking online and there was no other ipfs podcast so yeah. i said let's do it a let's gap in the market yeah okay so for our listeners Kieran is really our resident expert, tech expert. 
Yeah. Um, and your official title here at the school is, is tech, educational technologist. An educational technologist. And I will fulfill the role of the everyman <laughs> or woman asking um, the dumb questions that you, the listener, would like to ask. We'll also have um, email and a couple of other channels set up so that yep. you can email us through your Tweets. questions. Tweets, yep. whatever Words. it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, however you want to communicate. Um, and so let's start with the first question. What is IPFS now? <laughs> I, interplanetary file sharing, file storage, file system. I've always said file system. Okay. Interplanetary file system. Okay. Uh, I think that's probably the coolest acronym of all time. Yes. Really. No, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, but what it means, like it, it sounds a bit tongue-in-cheek, but it is actually looking at the problem with the internet now. And, one of the, and it addresses all these problems. Mm -hmm. um, one of the big ones, I think, is latency. And mm -hmm. they're like this, it sounds funny, but they're looking at the latency between us and the moon and us and Mars and how do we What's solve What's latency? So latency is like how long something takes for, to get to you. So yeah. like say, so we know this all too well in Australia, how mm -hmm. crap our internet is. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to like look at a website and it loads really slowly, mm -hmm. that's, that's latency. Okay. And that's the HTTP protocol doesn't allow for sort of um, caching and, and quick quick time action it doesn't allow for you to have a slow internet connection it's persistent internet you need all the time so that's why you have to pay exorbitant fees to these isps to get persistent internet and rah, rah, rah. what this means for uh like the ipfs protocol moving forward is stuff that you want cached so like little bits of a file what they call shards get broken up and split across the network mm -hmm. and it goes and finds these nodes and brings it back to your device as quickly as possible. So if you think about like a remote school somewhere that hasn't got a persistent internet connection and mm -hmm. hasn't got access to information the way a school with a, a really fast internet connection has, um, they now can participate with the rest of the world. So um, that's that's what they mean by interplanetary. It means Everybody. places that are really far away yeah. can participate. Okay. And I think that's really key. All right. So what I'm getting is it's a way for us to access the internet. Mm -hmm. So it's a networking protocol. Yep. Would we say that? Yep. Okay. And it will be, uh, what is this thing that I've heard about? It's the Airbnb of file sharing. I haven't so heard that before. Have you, have you not heard that? <laughs> That's I've hilarious. Heard. Yeah, right. Well, it's an easy way to kind of understand it, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. What, what do they mean by that? I haven't... Well, this is what I want to ask okay. you. <laughs> because how I understand IPFS is that um, we will build a network yep. globally, interplanetary, yeah, yeah. Yep. and everyone will have some resources to contribute. So yeah, there okay. will be some servers that are online. I will have some space on my phone. You have yeah. some space on your hard drive. Yeah, Somebody yeah, yeah, has yeah. a Raspberry Pi. And we will be able to share those resources yeah. um, through the crypto economics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes a lot of, sense. Of, a, of a blockchain. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us, how exactly IPFS is used in this school yep. as an example of yep. how it would work on an interplanetary scale. So for, for this school in particular, um, COVID's actually been an exciting time, <laughs> which is funny. But <laughs> Never I think waste a crisis. No, right? that's right. Yeah. It's yeah. been kind of cool because we've been set up for this for ages. Yes. And now, um, like my LMS or uh, learning management system, yeah. as they're called, has kind of been used ubiquitously across the school because we're we're not really building another LMS. Like in fact, 
secretly we kind of want the elements to die because that's mm. not how people learn right mm. um but we're kind of stuck with these systems in the meantime and but an, L an lms a, a learning management system in a school context is this the sort of application interface yeah. the thing that integrates yeah. the outside technologies with the inside technologies yeah. within your school would yeah. you say that that's pretty yeah. much it yeah okay. um and they're they're quite kind of didactic and you don't really have uh, ownership over your stuff on them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the problem with mm -hmm. them. So like, mm -hmm. so you have a, a student going to a primary school and then they move off to a high school, mm -hmm. all their stuff is stuck in this system yeah. that this primary school has decided to use mm -hmm. and they can't bring it with them. Mm -hmm. And it's really unfair. So um, and I think you mentioned that you had had a provider that <laughs> I won't mention who they are. We won't <laughs> mention their name, but um, had had a provider that had the school's things and uh, had the students' data yeah. and then put up their prices. And then when you couldn't pay those fees, um, you know, the, the kids lost their... They ran off with little kids' work. They ran off with the little kids' work, which <laughs> I think is universally described Gross, as what we would yeah. call a dick move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but that's one of the problems with having centralised data. Totally. And using a, a trusted third party. Trusted third party. So-called right. trusted third party. Yeah, okay. not, not really trusted. But yeah. <laughs> so what, what we're building with... So, so, yeah, that was one of the main problems that we were looking at with Rocket Shoes. Mm -hmm. And we started building this platform. It's kind of platformless, really, because we want to... Talk to, we don't want to build another LMS. We want to talk to LMSs and take that data out into a learning wallet that mm -hmm. belongs to the kids. Yeah. So we're built for Google Classroom first because mm -hmm. that's the most widely used mm -hmm. LMS across the world. Um, and any of and I stuff, love the idea of the learning wallets, as in your currency, your equity is in your, what you can your learn. Things that you yeah, learned. the things yeah. that you learn. Your yeah. Um, so yeah, so with with this whole um, period with COVID, mm -hmm. the whole school's been on Google Classroom. Mm -hmm. On the back end of that, all this stuff's been pulled into an IPFS, into IPFS, and into their wallets, into their learning wallets. Yeah. Also hashed on the blockchain. Yeah. Um, so that means the it's basically I did this thing at this time, and it's a hundred percent me that did it. Yeah. So it's that's why IPFS talks to blockchain tech really yeah. nicely. Yeah. Um, so that's I mean that's that's kind of where where we're at with utilizing IPFS in the school. Mm -hmm. But we also have um, important documents. So there's two twofold to this, I suppose. It's mm -hmm. uh, individuals and school as a whole. Yes. So I was telling you about Ray's paper earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, what if what Disney built a school? He's actually written a new paper that's fantastic. So this is the principal of the school who wrote a paper which attracted this geek um, <laughs> in an ad in a newspaper for yeah. a geek yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, called what would if Walt Disney built, built a school, school what yeah. would it look like that's right yeah. and this is this school here but mm -hmm. um, and he's written another paper but mm -hmm. that sort of stuff kind of belongs to the school as a whole right mm -hmm. you want it public mm -hmm. um, so we use IPFS just natively to hash that content and, and share it out and mm -hmm. make sure it's on as many nodes as possible so mm -hmm. it's Kind of twofold, yeah, the individual students and teachers mm -hmm. and then school as a community yeah. and, and it works really well for both. And then hopefully other schools and, you know. Exactly. As I think you were saying how IPFS is really interesting because it scales inversely. Yep. So if you have a location-based server, the mm -hmm. more busy that server goes, it will slow down or yep. cost more or there's all these sort of trade-offs that you will make. Yep. Whereas with IPFS, um, the more you have, the better it will work. The better it is. There's more yeah. people. It's the best way to think about it. Yes. Actually, my co-founder for Rocket Shoes mm -hmm. um, explained it to me this way. 
um, think of like a YouTube clip. So this clip, so say this was a megabyte and it's just us making silly faces and then that went viral and then, you know, millions of people want to watch it and that's great. But that one megabyte clip can create petabytes of data because every time somebody watches it, mm -hmm. it's another download, another yeah. download, another download. Yeah. Very inefficient. And every time you go on to watch it, it's going to servers in California on the mm -hmm. other side of the world. With IPFS, that one megabyte clip, the more people watch it, the quicker it gets delivered around the network because it gets replicated and hashed and, yeah. and split up between the network. And you're getting it from your friends instead mm -hmm. of servers over the other side of the world. So it's really, really efficient as well. So efficiency and, and ownership of the two. So we understand that uh, regular servers, um, networks are location addressed, yes. right? Yep. So there's a server in Omaha yep. that is feeding you your data in yep. New York. Yep. But IPFS is content address. That's right. So yeah, can yeah. you explain how that works or yeah, what yeah. the difference is there? So so every document or every piece of whatever it is, whether it's a video, whether yeah. it's a... So we've got a piece of homework that's been submitted. <clears throat> piece of homework. That has a unique identifier. So mm -hmm. it's it's hashed down to what they call the atomic level. Mm -hmm. So it's 100% that thing. So it's, if you think about the way the internet works at the moment, like you get... Um, like four or four errors when you go to a lot of websites mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. somebody's changed something or deleted something. Like we had it just recently where we had this article on Coda Dojo that we run here from the RSV, mm -hmm. so the Royal Society of Victoria, um, and they've obviously got someone else doing their website and they've just killed the link. <laughs> so we linked to it from a website and it's gone. Yeah. And you're like, oh, unless you go to the Wayback Machine, which is mm -hmm. a website to get old websites, it's mm -hmm. kind of gone forever. Um, and that's why you get these errors. With IPFS, you can't get that because you have this unique identifier. So it's like a series of numbers and letters, mm -hmm. and that's that thing. So yeah. it's, that's the content address of that thing. Yeah. Um, and it's unique for that for now and sort of forever until yeah. um, even when the – and this took me a while to understand, actually. Mm -hmm. It was through um, the Steam blockchain mm -hmm. when they started publishing stuff on video. I don't know if you remember that. but. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh my God, cool. And like, if you read the IPFS white paper, it keeps talking about the um, permanent internet, permanent internet, yeah. permanent internet. Yeah. I was like gleaning that. Cool. All right. Your stuff's just there forever. Mm. Upload. And I was getting like a lot of likes on this video. I think I earned like 20 bucks or something. I'm like, mm. oh, awesome. Um, and then people start watching it. And then what happens is there's this garbage collection on IPFS mm -hmm. and the unique identifier is still there. Yeah. And IPFS thought your video was garbage, <laughs> Kieran. <laughs> Get rid of it, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's interesting. So it's, just, yeah. so it's the persistent internet. It's not the permanent internet. Yes. Yeah. What's permanent about it is the address. So that address is still always there now and mm -hmm. forever um, mm -hmm. in the network, but stuff behind it may be gone. Maybe yeah. that's up to you, you want to delete it, yeah. or it's up to the, yeah. the network and that sort of thing. So yeah. that's really important to understand, I think. Yeah, I think from what I understand, there will be, you will be able to um, control that yourself. Yeah. So if you want to run an IPFS node and hold other people's data, you can do that. Otherwise, you can just have your own data there, or there'll be, you know, sort of, um, controls mm -hmm. um, yep. that you can use. Yep, 100%. Um, and I think that's really important because, like, the whole right to be deleted, yes. I think is really important. Right to be forgotten. Right to be yeah. forgotten. And, like, uh, it's, it's a huge thing. Like, I, I keep getting, it was, a, it was a teacher that died here. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, she died back in 2015, I think. Mm -hmm. um, 
really sad and awful. And I keep getting suggestions to add her on LinkedIn. Oh no! Yeah, it keeps keeps popping out. I'm just like, oh my gosh! And like, re, yeah, and no. like, what can you do about no, that? So absolutely. I think this fixes that as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so it's going to fix a lot of things that mm. we probably haven't even thought of. Yeah, um, that yeah. we can probably explore in this podcast. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> well, I think that's a pretty good introduction. Yeah, I think so. I think we did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Please send us your feedback. Let us know what guests you'd like to interview or if you're doing something creative or interesting on IPFS, we'd love to hear from you and feature you on the show. So get in touch. IPFS podcast was recorded live at the School on a Blockchain, Waranda Park Primary in Melbourne, Australia, on July 2nd, 2020. The podcast is hosted by myself, Sean Barden, and Kieran Nolan, and is mixed and produced by the very talented Aidan McDonald. The music featured is a track called Zero Equals Infinity by 20 Sil or Vansul. See you next week, everyone. <laughs>